there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on v Welcome in. Good to have you on board. Coming up this hour, Paulie's going to tell you about a team that he bet in college football at 28-1 to 1 to win the whole thing. Paul Stone, best bets for this week as well. We begin with uh, what took place last night in Los Angeles. Monday Night Football, Chargers and the Cowboys. And uh, the Cowboys won the game outright. They covered that number. They won by three. Uh, and it stayed way under the total of 51, where 20-17 to 17 was the final. And uh, Cowboys now heading into their bye week. I don't trust this team pretty much uh, anywhere on the board this year. But I do trust them more than the team they beat last night in the Chargers. I can't put any stock in this team. I never want to be a part of them. I had them on a teaser last night. I didn't feel good about it. Somehow it got there. But betting this game regular like on a, point, on a point spread, no thank you. I, I, just, I can't get involved, Paulie. And I will ask you, mm-hmm. looking at their schedule coming up, because you're going to have to take some, some dicey teams moving forward in Survivor. Oh, it's here now. Week yeah. 7 through 10. Brutal. Would you ever trust, this late in the season, would you yeah. ever trust that team enough to put them on a Survivor ticket? Week 8, absolutely. Going against the Bears at home in Badgett. Uh, Division two rookie, yes. But other than that, it's hard to make the case, especially what happened, was it last year, two years ago? They went to, two years ago, they went to Houston and got destroyed late in the season with the three against a three-win team. Mm-hmm. So um, even you're, Denver at home is tricky. You're right, because still it's been a long, it's been a rough stretch here for Denver fans, but they're passionate, they're great fans, and they'll take over Southern California as well. But uh, maybe the Denver game at home, but certainly the Bears in two weeks on Sunday night football. Please flex out of that. Now, yeah, if Fields were to play in that game, what would you oh, say Oh, that then? changes things. Yeah, that changes things a little bit. But to me, it's like, uh, I mean, what are you going to get out of this kid? But it's, it's it, we'll talk about a big move coming up here with the Bears. But this is this is right here for Chicago. It's an easy decision. The season's over. You're not going anywhere. Do you do you call, pick up the phone, and, and see what you want? For, get, get, what can you get for Fields, or do you just, Ooh. or do you say, have the surgery? We'll have a nice little gift basket here for you. We'll take care of you. Have the surgery, because then you're out for the year. You're going to get maybe the top two picks in the draft. Then, Possibly. and then here it is. Now, I was talking to Mike North yesterday, uh, great Chicago talk show host, saying, "Well, they can't pick their nose." I go, "Well, I'll take my chances. I'll take Williams and Harrison, and then I'll go hire a hot new." 
coordinator, whether it's Ben Johnson, whoever, and say, okay, here we go. Now I can build something, and now I have something in Chicago. I mean, that's a hell of a start. If I just simply tell Fields, have surgery, take your time, whatever, or even try to see what's out there. I mean, people are throwing the Atlanta thing around. That'd be interesting. Maybe not a good fit, but still, about what can you get for them? I don't know. But certainly, the, the incentive is there right now to say, shut it down, get surgery, and and we'll just get the top two picks in the draft. Okay, I'll ask you, what would you expect in return for Justin Fields? I have no idea. That's a tough call. I don't do, know. Do you know what you'd be no. willing to take? Would you take a fifth-round pick? I can't do better than that? I'm asking. I don't know. No, I think I can do better than that. How much better? I think you're nuts if you think no. you're going to get a third-round pick for the guy. Yeah. Well, you and, never know, though. It all just takes one team. We've seen some uh, weird trades before in terms of what teams give up and, and what, what a guy maybe doesn't go for much or he does go for a lot. And I got to be honest here. Another, is he better than Desmond Ritter? Yeah, I think he's better than Ritter. Is, it, is, all, he, is, he, is the gap between those two quarterbacks good enough for the Falcons to say, oh, we can get Justin Fields? Yeah, we'll trade for you. I, I don't think they well, What's their plan, though? What, what, is, what are they going to do next year? They can't be serious with this guy. Well, because the Falcons are going to win between what? They're going to win like seven, eight, ten, nine games this year, whatever, because the schedule is so easy. Maybe. That, well, you would think. I don't know. Okay. I, well, that's a little aggressive. So, well, let's say they win seven games. going to see a quarterback change first. I mean, that's okay. Go ahead. Where, where are they going to be picking in the draft? Seven wins, you will not be close to the top of the draft. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I know it's a very quarterback-rich draft. Are they going to get somebody at that point? This guy has to do something. I'm talking about Art Smith, you're on the hot seat. I mean, you can't go down with this guy. You can't do it. You know, a lot of it's on him, too, with the ridiculous play calling, but you have all these weapons on offense, and this guy throws three interceptions, and we know his, how bad he is on the road. Right. Well, I, I think Atlanta now, it's kind of too late to do anything about that because, again, it's gonna, there's a trade deadline. Kirk Cousins already said he's not going to waive it. Uh, who else would you actually make a move for? I don't think the Falcons could possibly do anything until the offseason. I'd, throw, I'd start with Heineke. I'd, I'd see what Heineke well, that, could that, do. That, that, sure. But, yeah. I, but going back, though... It was surprising to me that they were okay to approach this season with Desmond Ritter. Oh, we got our guy. No, you're right. You nailed it. You're exactly right. It was ridiculous. How do you know this? And I I have. I have them, too. It's the same people who bet the Falcons win total over. It's like, I don't care how easy the schedule is. We got a big question mark at quarterback. I know. Again, they they outgained the commanders by more than 200 yards. They had the ball for 13 more minutes, but they lost in large part due to his quarterback play. And and this division. terrible INTs. Yeah, and this division's an absolute mess, uh, but... I, I just, that's my takeaway from yesterday. Huh. The Bears have been handed a gift here. I want to see what they do with it. Yeah. And if Fields goes, there's no chance I'd play Chargers on a survivor. No way. I yeah. don't, I, I, I trust the Texans way more than I trust the Chargers, a team like okay. that. Yeah. Okay. And it's just unfortunate. Uh, Injuries again. Bosa's always questionable. Eckler in and out of the lineup. Johnson's been a huge bust, 44 yards on the air. Williams gets hurt. Herbert missed some throws. And again, you don't. You pass on points, comes back to bite you, and you lose by three and only score 17. Dumb penalties last night yep. again. And that happened for both teams, obviously. But 20 combined, and some of those like either drive killers or momentum killers for the team. Yep. They just they were popping up every single play. Oh, here's a here here's a huge stop on third down. Oh, wait, another penalty on the Chargers. Surprise, surprise. Then you have McCarthy too, and Aikman's just flabbergasted about what they're not running on offense, and then the decision before halftime to go down to three seconds and then kick it. I mean, this is just that, to see these two good organizations with all this talent, and it's been this way for ten years. How about how about that? What they're doing from a coaching standpoint. Okay, keep keep in mind before halftime, Mike McCarthy. How bad is this guy with the in play stuff? They had two timeouts. Yeah. Buck, Buck and Aikman were perplexed on the broadcast and I, I had no idea what the hell happened they didn't know they never had a they had to wait until basically the next commercial break or after halftime to explain what happened and it got more confusing so he told the referee no I don't want the timeout at eight seconds run it down to three and then we'll kick the field goal you had two timeouts left with 14 seconds yeah how was that acceptable yeah uh, after the way that he closed the playoff game against the 49ers two years ago should have been enough right there to say this is what I got as my head coach delusional Jerry's delusional between defending that guy and Dak nonstop and, you know, rest assured he's going to take us to the promised land. You're going to be waiting a long time. The other story is what happened this past week. 13 and unders went 13 and two best stretch in 27 years. Primetime unders 66% the last two years. Unders so far on the season, 60% best since 1991. Guess what happened yesterday in the markets? Pounded the unders. Don't know if Lawrence plays Thursday. Total down to 39. Saints have played 15 of 16 unders anyways. Atlanta game. They pounded that under. 
The bear, now, this the look ahead was 46 in the Bears game. Mm-hmm. Now with Fields out, and it could, it could be Badgett against... Uh, Hoyer. Yeah, and that's down to a nine-point move in that game. Browns-Colts, 42-and-a-half down to 39. Is it Watson? Don't know. We do know it's it's Minshew, probably for the rest of the year, as Ursay said, Richardson, probably done for the season. So everything keeps going under. You know, the Bills-Patriot total bet down. The line, Oh, look at all these games that were bet down with the total. And they're doing the right yeah. thing. So, I mean, it wasn't that long ago when it was commonplace to have multiple games in the 50s with totals, right? You would see... Some of these teams with elite quarterback play, total is 53 and a half. I can't make the case to go under. And, uh, you know, it, it would be tough to get a total somewhere below 40. Now that's at least four games this week now that have totals in the 30s. And some of those that are now creeping to, to the like mid-30s. And also on top of that, you have a bunch of other games that are hovering around 40 or are in the low 40s. And like, for example, the game last night after watching the Chargers be inept to get an offense, the look ahead against the, uh, the Chiefs this week was 52. That's down to 48 and a okay, half this yeah. morning. Oh, it has to. Yes, absolutely. And how Kansas City's been playing defensively. Far, right. And the offense still trying to figure some things out. Yes. Sure. Uh, so, I mean, what a world that we are living in right now in 2023 NFL again. This, it's, it's been a while since we've had. Yeah. If you got a good number on the Niner game, unders went 13 and two. Yep. I mean, think about that. Yep. Imagine when weather is going to be factored in more that's a little right. bit later on in the year. Yeah, and that's been the big story, too, with wind. And that could, that's going to continue. Will we see a total close at all this year below 35? What was the uh, close on the Niners-Browns game? 35, 36? Thir- okay. 30, well, well, you know what? I'll take it back. Nine, below yeah. 34. Will we see a 33 and a half or lower? Yeah, like I, Cleveland will play Pittsburgh and there'll be weather or something. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You're, yeah, you're going to get two teams that might be good defense. Cleveland could absolutely yeah. be involved. And in guess what? Saturday night they're getting yeah. 12 inches of snow. Good luck here. Yeah. What else did you do anything else? I took I took Saints. I laid one with the Saints. Now we don't know if there's injuries for Jacksonville and it's a I tough. Tur- I mean, you think this is going to catch up with them? Two games in London. Then you come back no buy, and now you have the the guys injured. And you have the Thursday night game mm-hmm. on the road. Short travel, but still travel. And now you're on the road, so well, no but- favors here. I'm butting heads with uh, a team that did take money yesterday. And this total is uh, one in which is in the 50s. It's Miami and Philadelphia. And Miami games need to be lined there. They're the best offense in football. It's not close. So I laid two and a half with the Eagles. I'm on the wrong side of it, Paulie. They're down to, I did touch one yesterday, but the Eagles laying basically one and a half uh, in most spots or two today. You agree with the money here on Miami? Yeah, tough game. I want to see how Philly responds. They're great. They uh, they poorly coached game. Bad job at the end by Sirianni and Hurts, and they just, I mean, they gave the game away. So defense was nasty, but you don't have the Lane, the Lane Johnson injury is enormous. I know. That yeah, is, that, that's a big deal. So. Now, I will say that they've been playing in closer games this year than they were last year, and now that I look at the whole overall body of work, I can't get it out of my head. The Eagles should have lost week one to the Patriots, and I had the Patriots yeah. uh, in that game plus the points that I didn't cover. I lost because a two-point conversion got called back. They were lucky to get out to that 16 nothing lead. This this Patriots team, the Eagles almost lost to them. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, you're always going to have a wonky get, you know. Yeah, that's true. I mean, at the time, it, it thought you thought it was a bad win because they beat Detroit week one last year by three, but it turned out Detroit was good, and you know that kind of stuff happens on the road. But they uh, they because uh, they got a lot of tough games coming up now, so we'll find out about Philly. Let's follow the money here on Vsin, the Sports Betting Network. Paulie bet a future at 28 to one. A path exists for a run to happen. And also a big-time player came back. Easy schedule. Same odds as USC, huh? There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on v Welcome in. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. So, Paulie, uh, I don't know who this is yet, but you had a, you bet a team at 28-1 to 1 to win the whole thing in college football? I did. I took a shot. Uh, widely available. I know Pat Forty with a vicious takedown. Sports Illustrated called him the fourth down dunce. But I'm going to go with uh, Oregon at 28-1 to 1 with Washington State. At Utah, Woodingham, an excellent coach, but again, who knows what's going on with Cam Rising, and I can't see, even though it's a tough place to play, they're not going to be able to move the ball against Oregon. And then, please, I mean, the USC game, all the issues they have with the defense and the offensive line, Arizona State, and then the Oregon State game, which could be an absolute monster this year, the importance of that game. But, okay, you were, you hung in there, and th- some think you outplayed Washington. It just came down to the horrible decisions by Lanning and this guy refuses to take points kick field goals and and the decision to go for it at midfield and it blows up in your face as well but I I think there's a very good team uh, and and that is certainly a manageable schedule coming up and if I get the rematch against Washington I I don't think that's crazy maybe I should I should do better than that but that's the price 28 to 1 I said I didn't go 12 and 1 I could see it I don't think that's a daunting schedule that remains with the uh, turmoil with USC the quarterback issues at Utah, and you catch the Beavers at home. So my takeaway from that game, well, I had plenty of them, but uh, some, from sitting there watching them in person was both teams are really, really good. Yeah. And Oregon probably should have won the game, right? They couldn't. I mean, Washington could really not stop them. I, they, would, I would like them in a rematch out here. They had 500 yards. Another yeah. observation, by the way. Very, this is why I don't like going to a lot of sporting events. Very difficult to get, even have access to your phone. 70,000 people there. We, we all are on different networks. Nobody, nobody could check scores. That's not a lot of fun. Oh, okay. Especially when you want to try to go to a game and live bet in states that are legal. Like, what's the point? You can't really do it. But I'm with you on that. I said this before the game. I thought with a Washington loss, they'd be screwed because the schedule is way, way too difficult for them. I think they're going to have another, they would have another loss on the schedule. If Oregon lost, they could survive it. No question. I think they can survive this. And by yes. the way, had they won the game, they'd be sitting. I mean, come on. It'd be super pretty for this team right now. Yep. But maybe you can benefit now because of the loss and a big number now exists. Right. And, and now this is so tight and wide open because of uh, the Bowers injury and also George has had some issues thus far. And you just see how deep college football is this year and certainly what's going on in the ACC. I, North Carolina at one spot, USC has better odds than North Carolina. I cannot believe that. I was listening to Todd McShay yesterday. He thinks Tez Walker goes in the first round. The wide receiver, they just be, got eligible. And he had, comes in, bam, three touchdowns and 100 yards against Miami. So okay. think about that. I have May and I have Walker. And certainly it's a manageable schedule. 60, 65 to 1? Virginia, Georgia Tech, Campbell, Duke, at Clemson, at NC State. Can they survive that? They can't. They, this team cannot go 12 and 1. No. 
and make the playoff. No, but it's I, unfortunate, I found, but I, they just can't. Right. I just find it hysterical and ridiculous that they have worse odds at some places than USC. I would agree with that. Because you know losses are coming with USC. Oh, USC is not me, making the playoff. That's one thing to lose. You got you got embarrassed on national television. Right. So that's the other thing. But yeah, it's not going to be a, a, a great schedule when it's all said and done. But if you can you, you beat Florida State, you keep winning uh, Florida State in the ACC title game. I think that's. Uh, you know, I just 60 to one, not bad. And, and it's certainly an easy schedule. And they are dangerous offensively getting Walker in there. Will they win at Clemson? Yes, I think so. I mean, Clemson couldn't put away Wake Forest. Yeah, Clem- we talked to Clemson, Clemson Chris, who was here after he hit the four Kings for five grand. Good for him. I mean, it, they have so many issues. They're just not very good. And, and Klubnik appears to be, well, it's just between Dabo and, and not embracing NIL and all this other stuff. They're behind the times and they are a mess offensively. Okay. I told you on the air a couple of weeks back, uh, I did the same thing with Alabama when they were playing. Um, they had lost already to Texas, and it was uh, they got Milrow back. And I bet them a 25-1 to 1 to win the national title. Do they yep. have a path? This week against Tennessee, right? They're, I think they're going to, I mean, they're... Milton will not move the ball. No, I don't think so either. No. Uh, they could do nothing against A&M. The punt return was huge. And as Pat Forty said on his podcast, things are about to get expensive in College Station. Wow. They're getting the buyout money ready. Delusional fan base... They think they should be elite, anything but. Fisher not getting it done. Doors open, uh, but the Bowers injury is huge. But I don't know how good they are. They almost lost to Arkansas last week. So well, I, yeah, they still have a lot of things to clean up and fix. And uh, I, I don't know if Milrow's the guy. But they catch a break. Tennessee and LSU are at home. Yes, in the LSU game, both those teams have a bye. Now, LSU can absolutely win that game. But if Alabama were to beat both those teams... They play at Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky's not going to beat them. You called them paper no. tigers oh, last week. Year. Come on. Well, Stoops wants for more money now? You lost to Missouri? Should yeah, right. they, yeah. Right. Should they, do you buy players? What's going on? And then they're on the road for the Iron Bowl. Well, I, I will say no. this. Our producer, Luke, went to Alabama. So he's been to a zillion games. And he did point out. Now, remember, they struggled. Like, weird things happen in the Arkansas game almost every single year. Um, but if they, if they can be at 11-1, and one, which I think is absolutely possible, and be in the SEC title game... Alabama's in the playoff at 12-1 and with a win over Georgia in the SEC title game. That's that happening. De- depends. That's an absolute lock. Oh, come on now. What do you, how much you want to bet? Texas. Any number you want to bet right now. You're, you're, you're counting out other teams can go undefeated. I will, and bet Texas you, can, the I, Texas will Paul, I will bet you any number in the world you want to bet that Alabama's in the playoff with 12-1 and with a win over Georgia in the SEC title game. They're, they're 100% in. Right. 100% in. There is no way you can take a 12-1 and Pac-12 and not get in. Now, does Florida State go undefeated? And does Texas beat... Uh, the committee? Ask yeah. the committee what they would do with 12-1 and Alabama. We've seen them do crazier, by far crazier things than that. Guys I respect say 100% 12-1 Pac-12s in. Uh, in any event, there's also, mm. there's also intriguing stuff here from a win total standpoint. Not only... So the North Carolina, I just ran down the schedule. You can find 10 and a half out, over 130. I can still lose a game. Ten and a half over 130 is available. You can find Oregon 10 and over wow. over plus money. You can find okay. you can uh, find you can find Washington 10 and a half over 170. And certainly there is room for error now. You can lose a game, margin for error. You, you can lose a game, but Washington 10 and a half over 170. I mean, there's a, there's a lot Ooh. to do and play with here with these updated win totals. This is phenomenal. Find, find me the two losses that would lose that for Oregon. Yeah. Right? They'd have to lose Can't two more it. in the regular season. Are they losing at Utah with no Cam Rising? Well, even if he comes back, he's got to be so rusty. I would agree. I can't. I can't. They don't have any offensive. They can't do anything offensively. And they're not going to move the ball against the Ducks. Could, could Lanning blow the game in the Civil War? What used to be known as the Civil War. Yes, yeah. DJ's been great. Smith's a good coach. Rivalry game, absolutely. And who knows? That could be Oregon State. They have a tough schedule coming up, but Oregon State could be in the mix too when it's all said and done for that game. But I'm with you. They they would have to lose two more times to lose that bet. Yeah. But and the other one I keep going back to is North Carolina. I can That's... still lose a game. Virginia, Georgia Tech, Campbell, Duke, at Clemson, at NC State. Boy, NC State is uh, trash. They are. I don't. I mean, it Bad would have to be weird weather. The defense shows up. May has a total off game. Rivalry game comes to fruition. That's how they're going to lose that. Maybe they lose to Clemson. I mean, that's a losable game for sure. But look at the, Virginia 
If they're healthy, they're not losing to Virginia. And they're not Georgia Tech is not good. They'll be they'll score 60 against Campbell. They get Duke at home. Duke's good. But 10 and a half, you're telling me right now over minus 130? Interesting. And they're 65 to 1, huh? Where are you at with Florida State? Because this really gets wild, too. I mean, they could go, they could be undefeated. And they have the, at the time it was a big one, but certainly LSU can't stop anybody. Okay, so. But, uh, Duke, Wake Forest, Banana Peel maybe at Pitt, Miami, North Alabama, and Florida. At 12 and 0. Looks like it. Fan of Travis, very good quarterback. How good are, are they is, overall compared to some of the other elite teams in college football? I, I know it's a tough call. I don't know. I mean, they looked amazing against LSU the first weekend of the season. They were outplayed by Clemson. Agreed. Should have lost defen- that the game. The defensive touchdown was yeah. huge. Clemson's driving to put them away. Yes. Um, I mean, there's so much going on here. I mean, this really championship Saturday could be oh, a Oh, that mess. weekend? I mean, they, oh, these games are going to be on, a lot of those games are on Black Friday. The, the Oregon-Oregon State too. game is on right. the 24th. In prime time, yes. Yes. Uh, another one here I'll, go, I'll give you. Penn State. And I'll tell you, Penn State shocks. It won't even be that shocking. I don't They're even like, look at them, but go ahead. Okay. I Just because I ran everything down with Franklin. but Okay, if they happen to win this game on Saturday, uh-huh. where would you be at with that team then? Because I'm with Matt Eumanns. He, he, wants to, he can't wait to bet Penn State at home against Michigan. He thinks Penn State will win that game. That's surprising. I can't trust that guy in a big game, and Michigan Michigan might be the best team in the country. Although it's fair, though, that they you know Michigan has played no one. I mean, it's a it's a joke. Look at this schedule. The West Virginia win looks better every week. They beat them thirty-eight to fifteen. Now, still, I'm telling you, it was a great line from somebody. Do you do you give them a raise or do you fire them? What's going on in Iowa? I mean, that was because they might go eleven and one. But they got beat 31 nothing. They had like, a, what, they have 100 yards in that game? Seven, I mean, this is... They had 37 I mean, yards just, passing this know, last week. I know, come on. All right, tomorrow morning, we're going to bring back Mitch and Pauly's Pizzeria. If you have any pizza money play you want featured, send us a tip, ftmadvcin.com or on Twitter, at Mitch Moss Radio, at Pauly Howard. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from every host and guest. Unlimited access to the VSIN.com slash picks page. Sort by sport, matchup, date, and more. Check the leaderboard to view betting records, profit, and ROI and see who has the hot hand. Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, dog videos. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Sign up today for only $19 your first month at VSIN.com. Slash subscribe. He's part of the Friday football contest here on VEASAN, the most interesting man in the world. We love Paul Stone at Paul Stone Sports on X. And uh, go to his uh, website as well. And 3-0, 0-3, and then 2-1 last week. And time to go rapid fire with picks from Mr. Stone. How you doing, sir? Oh, man, great to be on with you guys. Uh, each Tuesday morning, my favorite, favorite day of the week. You got it. All right, excellent, sir. Okay, so I watched a lot of the... Tennessee, uh, Texas A&M game. And, and boy, it was rough for Milton. That that punt return they had for a touchdown was enormous. I'm picking up what you're putting down here. Your thoughts on Alabama at home at the Tennessee Saturday, sir? Yes, yeah, the Alabama currently favored at home by eight and a half. It's ticked up to nine at some stores this morning. But I just really like, Paulie, how this game sets up uh, for Alabama on a number of fronts. You know, first of all, they're clearly getting better. Jalen Milrow, uh, he's developing. That's a big part of that. His last four games, uh, he's averaged 11.3 yards per pass attempt, six touchdowns against only two interceptions. Also, I think Nick Saban still got a good memory. And I think last year's 52-49 to 49 loss at Tennessee mm. uh, has certainly not been forgotten. I think it's been discussed uh, in Tuscaloosa this week. Uh, if you remember, Alabama led Tennessee 49-42 with about four minutes remaining. Uh, Tennessee driving, fourth down pass, intercepted by Kool-Aid McKinstry in the end zone, returns it uh, deep into Tennessee uh, territory. But a penalty, a questionable, to put it mildly, in my opinion, pass interference call against Malachi Moore. Tennessee goes on to win 52-49. Mm-hmm. Again, I think they've talked about that game. Only Tennessee's second road game of the year uh, going to Tuscaloosa this week. 
They lost it to Florida uh, there in Gainesville, 29-16. Pretty easy victory uh, by Florida in that game. Tennessee this year, probably in my opinion, they're just not the same team. I mean, you know, Joe Milton's been, you know, good, but he hadn't been great. He's not Hendon Hooker. They don't have the vertical threat like Jalen Hyatt. Their passing game downfield is just not the same. They run the ball 56% of their offensive plays. Alabama only giving up three yards per carry. I like the Tide minus eight and a half over Tennessee. Love it. All right. So you had Washington and Notre Dame last week. You are picking all these uh, monster marquee games every Saturday. We love it. Okay. Ohio State and Penn State. What do you think here? Well, you know, in in my handicap of most games, I'm using pertinent uh, statistics, analytics, things of that sort, more of a mathematical approach. But in this game on Saturday between Penn State and Ohio State, I'm putting my mathematics textbook down, and I'm picking up my history textbook. I know y'all talked about it earlier with Matt. It's going to be talked about all week. But you just cannot overlook James Franklin's Mm -hmm. record in these big games. You know, against teams not named Ohio State or Michigan, he's been good. He's been really good. But since taking over in 2014, Franklin had combined 4-14 and straight up versus Ohio State and Michigan. One and eight versus Ohio State, two and fifteen straight up against the top ten, one and ten against top five teams. We could go on and on. Man. This season, and that's what we're talking about. Penn State's been impressive. But who have they played? Not really anyone to date. Schedule only ranked seventy seventh uh, to this point by Jeff Sagren. Drew Aller, he started two games on the road thus far, both in the state of Illinois, uh, at Illinois, at Northwestern. So one could argue this is his first, you know, true road test of any note to date. If Aller, if he can't beat him in the passing game, it's going to come down to that running tandem of uh, Nicholas Singleton and Catron Allen. Really talented. Ohio State only giving up 3.2 yards per carry, though. Cal McCord getting better quarterback for Ohio State. I made this game six. I like Ohio State minus four over uh, Penn State. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, professional sports better Paul Stone. He's on Twitter, or X, uh, at Paul Stone Sports. Uh, one question here before we get to your last game of the day, Paul, and that has to do with Georgia. We have a guest coming up in about 30 minutes, Drew Butler, who used to play at Georgia. We're going to get his thoughts on the injury to Brock Bowers. But with the bye here, then they play Florida, of course, on a neutral. They get Missouri, Miss, uh, Mississippi, at Tennessee, and Georgia Tech. What does the Bowers injury mean overall to the offense and the team for the rest of the year if he can't come back? I mean, Brock Bowers, in my opinion, Mitch, he he might have been the best player in America at the time of his injury. I mean, this guy's just a uh, – I don't know if you want to – you might be overusing, you know, generational talent. But he's a tight end that the defense not only has to game plan for, but they have to, you know, heavily account for his presence uh, on every play – he was coming off three straight 100-yard uh, receiving games uh, before he got injured last week against Vanderbilt. I think it's about a three-point reduction in their power ranking. Not only uh, you know, does it affect just Bowers' absence, it affects the quarterback, Carson Beck. Uh, I mean, he, he started to make positive strides. I believe much of that was due to his connection with Bowers. Uh, you know, that was kind of his go-to guy, kind of his security blanket. So they've got a those targets will go to other people, but I don't think they can replace that uh, production even with a collective effort. Hopefully he'll be back sooner rather than later, perhaps as soon as November 18th at Tennessee, but hopefully for sure uh, by the SEC championship game on December 2nd. Very good. Last play here. This job that Barry Odom's doing out here locally at UNLV is uh, – I think he's going to be in, in, he has to be in the running for national coach of the year if this continues to go well for the Rebels. Uh, coming off of a big win against Nevada last week, 45 27, now taking on Colorado State. Uh, what sticks out to you, Paul, in the market here, the point spread or the total? It's going to be the total, Mitch. We've got a posted total of 62. And when I handicap a total, you know, one of the critical components for me personally is trying to project the pace. You know, my First question uh, to be answered is how many offensive plays will there be? Of course, you know, that's an inexact science to say the least, but I've used a formula for many years. It projects 161 offensive plays in this game. Uh, with the rule change this year, games only averaging about 138 plays. Mm. So 
So quite a few more you know plays than average. Colorado State, they like to play up-tempo. They rank third nationally in passing play, per, play percentage, throw it 67% of the time, sixth nationally in plays per second at 21.2 uh, seconds per play. They're kind of like the, the old Loyola Marymount basketball teams. They really like to push the plays, pace. They like to throw it all over the yard. UNLV, meanwhile, they don't defend the pass particularly well. They rank 125th in defensive yards uh, per pass attempt at 9.1 yards per attempt. But UNLV, they're the eight-point favorite here. They're going to score points. Their first-year uh, offensive coordinator, Brennan Marion, also has been exceptional this year under Barry Odom. You take out the Michigan game where they were you know, outclassed. In their other five games, UNLV has scored 40 points or more in all five of those games. I think the scoreboard's going to be ringing Saturday night at Allegiant Stadium. Take the over 62 in Colorado State, UNLV. Very good. I like it. Uh, again, he's on X at Paul Stone Sports. That's also the name of his podcast. You can get that wherever you get your podcast. Thanks, Paul. Best of luck this week. Same to you guys. Have a great weekend. Thank yep. you, sir. Excellent point, too, by Matt Humans half an hour ago that Penn State could be a public dog. I see that, too. Yeah. I'm excited for tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow morning, Mitch and Paulie's Pizzeria, Pizza Money Place. And if you have anything, send us a tip, ftm at vcin.com. Send us your Pizza Money Plays that you want featured. We'll put you on television, ftm at vcin.com or on Twitter at Mitch Moss Radio or at Paulie Howard with a Y. Looking forward to that tomorrow, and you are giddy. All the bets you've made recently from future standpoint. Well, I mean, I think I had, this week, I think in particular, it's a good time to hop in on a bunch of this stuff. Yeah. And clearly, uh, with some of the stuff that you've landed on as well, telling us about the Oregon bet at 28-1 to 1 with a path there for this team to possibly run the table. Um, they don't have a gauntlet remaining. Some tough games for sure, but they can do this. Oh, very good team. But just, you know, they should have won that game, and I would like them in the rematch, and yep. it's not... Right, things have changed, and there's things do change. Oh, no question. Suddenly, you love them against USC, and yeah, right. And it, and it doesn't look like Cam Rising's coming back to Utah. So, by the way, good observation by catching those win totals as well. We're getting feedback um, on X that in Iowa at DraftKings they have North Carolina ten and a half over plus one hundred five. Wow, that's that's a good bet. I just I have a top five pick at quarterback and a first round pick wide receiver on the team now. And I'm not playing, you know, I'm no, Cle- they Cle- can, come on with Clemson. Now it's a tough place to play, but that's okay. But I can lose the game. You can lose that game. But I yet. can lose a game. And NC state's a mess. And I'm going to have to take my chances and trust May and Walker and, and Mac Brown and Chiswick. Yeah. I just think that's a good bet of plus money. And, and there's several out there. I mean, there's, you know, the Oregon thing or Oregon, you would have to lose to Oregon, have to lose two more games for you to lose that. That's ticket. right. Think about that. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We'll get into some uh, updated Major League Baseball numbers. Uh, they are a, a total buzzsaw. Will it continue tonight? We'll kick it around next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on v Don't forget DraftKings Sportsbook this season. New customers can bet $5 and pocket 200 in bonus bets instantly. All customers get a no-sweat, same-game parlay every day. Download the app and use the promo code FOLLOW when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Great menu and everything I just ran down with these uh, updated win totals and everything in college football. Great job by Johnny and the crew at DraftKings with that as well. There's always shop around, though, too. Are the Rangers going to lose a game? This is ridiculous. I do like the Astros in Game 3. Um, Bochi is unbelievable, but I think he's making a mistake throwing Scherzer. Yeah, I don't blame you. I would, I would hope it's yeah. a short leash. The guy hasn't pitched in a month. So it uh, did not go well with the Mets this year. Uh, some good starts with Texas, but then the injuries. I just – how how good was Haney to get him the big win against Castillo – on that Saturday afternoon for the regular season. Then he shuts down Baltimore in the playoff game, contains them. And to me, you also get Gray back, too. I'm not suggesting you start Gray. I just think it'd be Haney, or I'm, I'm surprised you're throwing a guy out there that hasn't pitched in a month. And then you got to beat Javier, who's been Sandy Koufax here. Yeah, he's been very good. And don't forget the Astros, for some reason, this team, they're not good at home. Now, can you believe this? Has this happened? They're in the championship series and they're now five games under 500 at home for the entire year yes they have a losing it, record at home it's silly yeah i mean it doesn't make any sense but i mean they're, they're like 19 over on the road think about how they lost game, like verlander was really good in game one yeah they couldn't score any montgomery has just been pitching lights out you know what uh i liked about bochi yesterday not only did he keep Avaldi in to get out of that jam right and that's bases loaded nobody out and the astros could not get one stinking run in that spot he came back to him in the next inning as well. That's what you got to love the to see big, that from a manager. Chris Russo loves Bochi. And Chris oh, how do you Russo, not? Chris Russo, I watch him all the time on High Heat, and Russo's been on the show many times, but he also is a Giants fan. And um, he's just, he loves Bochi because he goes with his gut and his experience and throws out the analytics crap, mm-hmm. some of it. And I'm not anti analytics, but it's just like, somebody, come on, what, what, what do the Blue Jays do? What do some of these guys do? Go on feel. Stop. Don't let a guy up in the booth tell you what to do. Right. Or to, to oh, i got to play the match. You know, a guy on first with two outs is not a rally. Mm-hmm. Stop going to the bullpen. And, and, and Bochy will trust his guys. Same thing with the lineup. You know, I'm going to give this guy a shot. I think he did it. What was the guy's name? Garver? Hit the grand slam in oh, game yeah. two. It's like, okay, you look good. You're back in the lineup. I mean, stuff like that. It's a great job by Bochy and why he's a winner. Like, who is showing up in this series so far for the Astros other than Alvarez? Where Altuve oh, Al, can't get a Terrible. hit. Kyle yeah. Tucker, who I'm a big fan yep. of, Kyle Tucker is basically unplayable at this point. Yeah. Now, can that change on the road? Absolutely, it can. But so far, you're down two. You're the defending champs. You're down zero two here in the series, and nobody. Some of the at bats from Abreu last night. Oh my! What was he swinging Got a foot at? Foot in the bucket, no doubt. Well, you're not going against the Minnesota Twins, I and mean, it was a good story, but. Uh, certainly it's uh, different. That's another one, the Twins with Joe Ryan. Uh, two weddings, get them out. But if they're going to win a game, this is it's it's game three. I would think you would get, okay, it's been a hell of a run. Seven straight trips to the ALCS. We're down 0-3, bags are packed. Let's start the vacation. That's what I think would happen in game four. But this, if you're going to get a win by Houston, it's going to be game three. I think so, but too. But you're right. How do you go against them, though? But the, I, I, it's, it's more, it's not anti-Texas. It's anti-Scherzer and pro-Javier in this spot. But you're 7-0 and with what they're doing? 
and winning all these games, and it, it's I didn't see this coming. Yeah, you can grab some pretty decent plus money right now, by the way. Plus 110, plus 115 is out there for sure. If you like him in game number three, I'm with you, Paul. I do like him as well. Um, I did not think Valdez was awful last night. That's just me. T- I mean, I thought the Rangers got the luck factor there. They were not hitting anything hard in the first inning. Everything would just happen to drop in or get by the defenders, and then he had a terrible throwing error, which... I think it was Smoltz on the broadcast. Yeah, he pointed out right away. He's like, for some reason, that guy's not great throwing to bases. Uh, from the mound to home, very good, typically. But whatever reason, when he's fielding, not that great. And so you're in a 4 nothing hole like that before you can blink. Yeah, and they battled back. I give him credit. But uh, yeah, everything's going their way. You know, Chapman hasn't blown up yet. I thought he was going to do it in game one against the Orioles. He walks the first two guys. I know. Then he gets the double play. So it's been nuts. And as we told... Uh, we told everyone yesterday on the pregame on TBS, I don't think Arizona knows what they're getting into here. And again, that atmosphere is madness. And Schwarber gone, Harper gone, Castellanos gone. Wheeler makes one mistake, but he was great. Mm-hmm. So now Nola against uh, Kelly, this is intriguing. This is, if they don't get this one here, right? How many, how many games are the Phillies going to lose at home? They've yet to lose at home in the playoffs. The only loss was the the miracle by Atlanta. That's or right. they beat Texas part two. Mm-hmm. So then you're going to have to beat them four out of five. And who are you throwing? Fott? And who are you throwing in game four? I would think Fott's going to have to so go at some the, point yeah, in right. the series, right? So this so. was, yes, it's, again, we argue on this. I think they're an average team. They won 84 games. Gallon was great at home. Gallon struggled on the road. How'd Gallon do yesterday? Went and walked into a buzzsaw. Got his ass kicked. Kelly, uh, he, he, he's been he, yeah. good. So it's right, right. So it's like, okay, well, I don't have depth. I won 84 games. Fun story. But now you're going against these guys and, you know, forget Deion Sanders. These guys believe. And they, they, Philly believes. And they want to get back there. And just when Harper is dialed, you said Alvarez. Why are you throwing to Harper? I mean, any mistake is getting deposited in the bleachers. Yeah, right now. well, I, okay. Here, here would be my quick answer to that. Right now, the Astros have nobody else that's killing you. The yeah. Phillies, it's all, I mean, well, why would you pitch to Castellanos right now? Don't give him anything good to hit. Why would you want to pitch right. anything to get well, close to any well, that's Trey a, Turner? That's that's the big one. And, and kudos to the crowd, whoever thought of giving him the standing ovation. But that was, because when we were talking about that off the air when we did the blackjack draft. Again, the Phillies are the 12th best record in the league, but Turner wasn't even going yet. So then, but once you get Turner to play like the MVP guy that he is. And then so Harper now, came back from the yeah. injury, and now he's just a madman on the loose. Right. I got Schwarber, Turner. Harper, Castellanos, I mean, it's just... And look at the lineup, by the way. Like, you're batting Real Muto and Castellanos near the bottom of the lineup. It's like, there's no break. And by the way, they're doing this without Reese Hoskins, who's out the entire year, who was... Mm-hmm. Remember him last year in the postseason? Yeah. It was like every game, bet his home run prop. This is big. This is big for Kelly, you know? And those fans out there, I mean, if, you have, if you're a pitcher and you have rabbit ears, I mean, they're going to be all over you here with this atmosphere. And I know, you know, it wasn't great for Strider, but... He hung in there, but it still wasn't good enough. And that's uh, you have to one thing to keep this offense down, and then what can you generate offensively, and what Nola will I get? Yep. Nola's I'm, been good. I'm looking at the matchups here, the history of the matchups between the two pitchers tonight and the uh, opposing lineups. It's re- I mean, the, the sample size is so short here. For example, Real Muto has a home run off of uh, Merrill Kelly. He said nine plate appearances and three hits. There's nothing really to go on there. I mean, uh, most of these guys that are going to be the lineup tonight, it's... Um, very thin, so no no real history here. But the like it's like the Phillies on the the you pointed out and win lose today. Harper was what plus four seventy five for a home run, Castellanos plus four fifty. I don't think those numbers are going to be around um, that neighborhood today for the home run props. But this this machine that is right now and they it's it's a you know a buzzsaw like you said, Paul. Well, they also should be seven and zero. So if they yeah. if you can't get them tonight, they're going to lose four out of five to this team. No, that's not going to happen. But are they going to like score right away? Are they going to jump down Maybe Arizona's probably. throats right Could away? Be. Are they going to be hitting home runs in the first inning? Will the year free come in in this game? Both of them got yeah. there yesterday. Yeah. How about the first three over two and a half runs so far? That's five and two in the playoffs for the Phillies. Uh, nothing would surprise me with Kelly though. He could be out in the fourth or he's dialed in. That's a tough call. Then you have the Nola angle, though, too. But I trust Nola at home. Nola's been really, really yeah. good. I'll tell you, you got to trust Suarez, too. But this is... Yeah. I, I'm still waiting for the Kimbrel implosion. So am I. It's coming. Like, that's around the corner. He messes around. And I think this will blow up on Thompson at some point. He's got These guys are on a, on a schedule, and they're used to... You, know, you, bring, you come in the seventh. Now I'll bring you in the eighth. Now you come ninth. Now back to the seventh. You know, this... I thought maybe Atlanta was close there. 
to uh, getting a chance there and then the uh, the catch by Rojas. But everything's worked out. And who knows? Maybe it's just Texas and Phillies and they coast and we'll have an epic World Series. But that could, that could be. You know, I, but we'll find out a lot about Arizona tonight. As a reminder, Texas would have home field. That's what it is? Against Philadelphia, yeah. Okay. Yep. But so look at this team so far. On the road against Tampa. No problem. Took them down both games, no right? No problem. Big dog in that game. Glassnow was like a dollar eighty in that game. Oh yeah, game. yeah, yeah. Took both games there. Montgomery, great. Baltimore, just we were laughing at the series price. Hundred win team. How is this possible? Three game series done. Offense just awesome. Pitching really, really good. Yeah. So far, first two games. What's not to like? Well, you lost Scherzer. That's why you, they didn't play well down the stretch. They blew the division. You lost Scherzer. You lost Gray. You, you were throwing Haney, please. Montgomery's been great. And then Evaldi got hurt, and he came back, and he got lit up I, uh, numerous I, times. So I wonder if he would go Scherzer tonight if it was not a 2-0 series lead. There's a little wiggle room here now. Right? You can Haney deserves the ball. I would say that, uh, yeah, somebody other than, than Scherzer. It's a total... I'd bring him out of relief and see what he looks like. He hasn't pitched yeah, in a month. This is, that's a big risk oh, that he's taking, I think, tomorrow yeah, night. I know. It's, uh, Bochy's unbelievable. Though. Yeah. It's Follow the Money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Drew Butler's going to join the show coming up next. Former Georgia punter, host of the Punt and Pass podcast. We'll talk about the Brock Bowers injury with him and what it means for the Bulldogs here on VEASAN. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to CallShe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.